Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Zero to Hero Coach Program. This is my four-month program teaching coaches and online service providers how to grow your online business, book clients consistently, overcome your sales fears, and finally rock your social media visibility. If you struggle to create a sustainable coaching business, this program is for you. Check out HaleyRowe.com and book your free strategy call with my team or myself today. Thank you. Hello, we're going to talk about a time management system that will actually work, something that you can stick to as opposed to something super extreme and that you struggle to follow and you fall off track when you try to do it. So um, I also want to talk a little bit about what gets in the way of you not accomplishing or doing what you say you want to do. And these are things that I've certainly worked on with clients and myself, coaching myself through some of these obstacles as well. As well. And I'm going to quickly share this um, live with my Facebook group so they know we're live as well. And we're going to go for it. So for those of you who don't know, my name is Haley, and I am a marketing and sales coach for online coaches, consultants, service providers who want to grow their business and have more sales and overcome some of their mindset barriers getting in the way of doing those things. Because we all know that time management and getting things done on your to-do list, the thing we're going to talk about today is actually pretty easy as far as like, you know what you kind of need to do. It's just when it comes to actually doing it and putting it on on your calendar, a lot of things come up for you. So go ahead and um, share in the comments if you want a little bit about what gets in the way when it comes to you doing the things you want to do during your week. And uh, I'd love to see that after this video and reply to some of those and give you some feedback. So the first thing though that we need to think about is what are your blocks about time. So in other words, I know um, that a lot of my clients, when I've spoken to them, they just indulge in this. I'm so overwhelmed and there's so much to do and I don't know where to start. And the thing is, there really isn't a wrong place to start. If you know some options of what you're supposed to do, the way that you get yourself out of that is by starting with something small and blocking out the next 30 minutes. So one thing I just want to say as before we start this video is you don't need the perfect tool or time management system and definitely don't use that, needing that as a way to procrastinate from actually getting started and also don't use a tool against yourself. So I was just speaking with a client earlier this week about how um, he had a time management system, but he would kind of beat himself up and think, why even bother using this? Cause I'm not, this isn't going to last. And then would therefore, you know, allow that to cause further challenges when it comes to managing time. So the first thing I just want to say is get you overwhelm is not something that happens to you. 
And your to-do list is not something that happens to you. It's something that you've created. And it's something that you're choosing to feel right now because you just decided that there's a lot of things you want to do and not enough time to do it in. So that's the first thing. It's just anytime you're starting to indulge in overwhelm and feel like this is something that, you know, I just, it's just so much to do. And you're saying it like facts. The truth is everything on your calendar is there by your choice. And um, some of the things you think, well, I have to do this though. I have to go to my day job. I have to pick up my kids from school. Yeah. But you are at the end of the day choosing to do that. You, it's probably important enough to you that you want to show up at work or pick your kids up. So don't let that turn into, well, I'm a failure and loser and I can't do anything else. Instead, think about what are the options given the time I have and what is the next small step? So that's the first thing. The second thing is anytime you put something planned on your to-do list, your mind or your brain immediately feels this constraint because it's like, well, but I wanted to do 12 different things during this time. And so the key with yourself, with any time management tool that you choose is to practice honoring what you said you're going to do during that time. And it's not, and treat this whole experience like a science experiment. Like, I don't know if I'm going to like my plan today, but I'm going to follow it and find out. And then I'm going to tweak the next day because I might find, oh, I wish I would have been doing the laundry during that time. And I should have planned that instead. So I'm going to get better at this as time goes on. But so many people come into whatever we are trying to attempt, which is like, it might be your eating plan. It might be your workout plan. It might be your to-do list thinking that it has to be this perfect thing and you have to get it right the first time. But really this is the science of studying yourself and your brain and your schedule and what fits and what works and what doesn't and what habits can be stacked and what can't and what you can multitask and what you can't. And so it's really the practice of getting self-aware with yourself. And so you have to give it that chance. You have to give it that fair, honest trial, knowing that you're going to probably change the way you manage your time over time. So that's the, the second thing I want to clarify. Also, when it comes to um, where, what I would first do before you start the system I'm going to share with you today is first just write down what you've liked about past calendars, um, planners, time management systems that you've followed, and things you have not liked. Uh, so things you've liked and things you have not liked about certain time management systems, things that didn't work for you, things that, um, you know, you didn't stick with. And it's not to say that you can't stick with them, but we just want to get a clear idea of what are your obstacles when it comes to time management. And then the last thing is write, write down some patterns you know that are not serving you with your time. They're taking up a lot of your time. They're draining you, whatever it is. And we'll use those in the next steps. So um, so write down those three things. And, and to give you an example of a pattern or an obstacle you might have when it comes to your time management, it might be something like, I know that on Fridays, I tend to uh, start to kind of like check out of work. Like I tend to just start scrolling social media more. I tend to, you know, wake up a little later, et cetera. And so you just know that about yourself and you're going to either do something about it or you're going to work that into the plan, right? So that's the first thing. Then you want to ask yourself, well, where do I want to go from here now that I have this list in front of me about what I like, what I don't, and some of my patterns? What what kind of changes do you want to start making? Um, and, you know, what do you need to ask for help with? 
uh, what's unclear, like maybe one of your things is you have an idea of what you want to do, but you haven't broken it down into tiny sub steps. So it just feels so overwhelming. You don't even start. And you know, now what you need to do is break it down into like 30 minute or 10 minute subtasks of things you need to research, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Now, before we move into the time management uh, system I'm going to share with you today, I want you to think about, or I want you to understand the importance of being realistic, meaning work in driving time to your schedule, work in when there might be an emergency or an accident, et cetera, on the road. Um, okay, so thinking about what what could lie ahead and be realistic and don't forget those like travel times, time it will take to get from one place to another, et cetera, so that you're not setting yourself up for failure because a lot of times people just set themselves up to be able to look at their list at the end of the day and know that not everything's going to get checked off because it was like a fantasy list. Okay. And, and move the things off of your today. So when, we'll, we'll talk about this in the next steps, but one thing you can always do to not set yourself up for failure is brain dump what everything you want to do today, and then take a look at that and take a look at your top three priorities then actually schedule the top three priorities and the things you already have going on, like driving, doing this, that, or the other thing into your calendar and then see what's left and see what you can pick from your dream list for today to put into those empty spaces on your calendar. Okay, so now let's talk about the actual system. So the first thing is to condense all of your brain dumps about things you wanna do, things on your current to-do list, things for next week, gifts you got to buy, things you have to attend, whatever. Put it all on one master list. There's no right or wrong here. We're just dumping it out. It doesn't need to be clean and organized yet. It's just in one place. We're putting all of our ideas. Then you want to go ahead and organize your master list into priorities. Now, everybody here will probably have a different system for this. For me, I do top priority, which means like things I have to do this week for my business, for personal stuff or whatever. Then I have a kind of like later list. It's like probably next week, within the next three weeks, et cetera. Then I have like a someday list that's like, mm, probably not going to touch that for six months. Or it's just an idea I want to do later. I want to remember to watch that random documentary. Okay. So this is kind of a way you can categorize it. Another way you could categorize it if you prefer is by subjects. So if it's all your business stuff in one place, all your personal life stuff in one place, um, any personal, any goals you're working towards, just kind of by, by um, outcome, by category. And then the last thing though, before we move forward as well, is um, before, probably before you do this master list, what you really want to think about as well is what are your objectives? Like, why are we even doing this to-do list? What are your goals and objectives that the to-do list should probably resemble? Um, because if you go into the to-do list thinking about things you just want to do and, and things that keep you busy, it doesn't really matter. And who, who really, like, what's the whole point, right? So really go into this activity knowing what are your outcomes you're trying to accomplish for this quarter or this month or this week. And, you know, make sure that there's some tasks on your to-do list that line up with that thing. So what do you need to research to do that? Who do you need to ask to do that? What do you need to do to do that, et cetera? So you have your list 
And then what you're going to be doing is um, you're going to now take your weekly list or top priority thing and turn it into what you're doing actually today. So each morning, what I like to do is I, I have, and just so you know, I keep my master list in my phone notes on my phone because I, if I think of something in line at the grocery store, or want to add something, or I remember I got to answer somebody, I can add it quickly and I can organize it later. So um, I think that the easier you can make this to reorganize, re-edit, adjust, et cetera, so you don't have to rewrite your master list all the time, the better. Um, okay. So, and, and also you have to understand that the more, like more, those of you who are type A's who want to use like a spreadsheet for your to-do list, it's so unpractical. Like you're not going to stick with that because you're not going to go to your spreadsheet computer every single time you want to add an idea to your list. Right. So that's the other thing. Um, okay. So once you have your master list, now we're going to take, what do you need to do actually today? So what I like to do is select your top now I'm going to give you two options, your top three priorities for your business or work and your top three priorities for personal relationship, whatever else you're doing. Um, and if that's too much, because here's the thing, here's where people get tripped up with this. They put a five hour task in one of the three priorities and they know they don't even have a five hour block to do that today. So make sure the three priorities you pick are bite size enough that, that you know they're going to fit into your time batching today um, or give yourself less, give yourself one that's two hours or four hours and it's going to fit in your time block. So three priorities for personal, three priorities for business um, or less if you need to, if you know it's going to be a longer time block. But the next thing to do before you even put it on your to-do list is break down those three things you wrote down because sometimes we write down as our top priority today, get um, email newsletter out but we don't know what it's going to be about. We don't. We didn't research the topic. We didn't write it yet at all. We don't know what photo we're using, et cetera. So you need to be like in your little box for that. Write newsletter, but you got to be like, you know, research the topic, write it, add photo, whatever. Or same for me, if I have people I have to follow up with and I have a whole long list that is going to take me days, I just take the people I need to follow up with for today and put it there. Because otherwise, when it's vague, when you are vague with yourself and then it comes time to do that task, you're like, I don't know where to start. I feel overwhelmed. I don't know where to, I don't want to do this, et cetera. So you got to pick what you're actually going to do. Same thing with posting. If post is on your list and it's one of your top three, you want to be like, what's the, what was my idea again for what to post today? I can't remember. Write it down, et cetera. Okay. So then you're going to take a look at your day and what you actually have planned. So maybe today you have, you know, client calls from 10 to 12. You have a break from 12 to 2. You have, uh, you know, pick up so-and-so at school at 4, et cetera, et cetera. And so what you're going to do now is fill in those blanks from outside of what your whatever your family stuff is, whatever your work stuff is, with the three things you wrote for your business and the three things you wrote for your personal tasks. And just so you know, personal tasks and be like, I needed to go to the grocery store. I need to work out today. I need to do whatever. Okay. So now you, you're going to time batch and people get really tripped up about this and worried because they're like, well, what if I can't stick to it? Or what if I want to do something else in that time? And the whole point is that it allows your brain 
to stop wondering what you're going to do today and feel overwhelmed about what next thing to pick from your to-do list and actually just get to work on what you actually need to do. And it builds your um, trust in yourself that when you say you're going to do something, you do it. And you can actually give people more estimated or accurate ideas of when you're going to follow up with them or when to expect that email from you or whatever. So that the whole point is for you to be a little bit pushed to do something within a certain time frame, give yourself a deadline, but at the same time, not put it on your list knowing that you're going to struggle to get it done within that time frame because you've given yourself 20 minutes and it wasn't a kind thing to yourself to give yourself 20 minutes for a task that you know will probably take an hour and a half. So the things that you need to do when you're time batching or keep in mind is that number one, you do need to work in a little bit of buffer time knowing that there probably will be a technical error or there will be, you know, an interruption from your child or whatever. So you work that in and you also need to make sure though that the time you give yourself, you're going to stay within and you're not going to obsess over the task. You're not going to try to be a perfectionist. You're not going to drag it out. It is what it is at the end of the time that you gave yourself for it and that you honor your list or priorities or commitment that you've given yourself. And this is a practice. This is not something you're going to start doing day one and nail it. You're going to think of all the reasons why you can't figure that you know, why the newsletter is not finished and you can't press send. But the challenge and the whole point of this is to get you out of that mode and into just, okay, I accept that next time I need to make a note to do, add longer to this. But today, this is what the newsletter is and send. Okay. So that's how you stay with, realistic with yourself and start to learn how long you take for things is by giving yourself the science experiment of, can I get these things done today? And learning and taking notes and you know, making adjustments as you go. So that is really important as far as time blocking. And then once you're, when you plan those three things for your business or three things for your personal into your time batched day, if there's extra time, then you can go back to your top priority list and see if there's other things you can work in and add on. But don't do that to yourself if you know that the three priorities are going to take up pretty much the whole day. Um, and then the other thing is to, to remind yourself why you're doing this in the first place. So making sure that the daily time blocking reflects what you ultimately want, which is, you know, whether it's growth in your business and you're noticing that your business takes up only 20 minutes a day, right? Like uh, it, we got to make sure the priorities match the timing, right? Um, so if it doesn't, that's more of a long-term project for you to figure out how can I clear up more time in my schedule to do this? How can I outsource more maybe, or who can I ask for help or what days can I batch certain things so that my time does reflect how I want to be spending it. Right. And the last thing I'll say about this is when it comes to like indulgences, like social media or watching your favorite show or, you know, family plans tonight with your friends or, or party or whatever, make sure that, um, it, what is, what scares people is like, well, I want to be spontaneous. I want to be able to have the night free so I can do whatever I want. But the truth is, if you planned it and you you executed what you wanted to do during the day and you didn't save it for the night, you're going to be more free. You could have you you planned it. You can now enjoy it more. Your brain gets to work on your to do list during the day and you're more free to enjoy the night with your friends. Like so planning actually brings you so much more freedom and it makes activities 
that you planned that are for indulgent or resting or relaxing or whatever, so much more enjoyable because you literally put it on your calendar and you knew it was coming and you have that anticipation of it. And it wasn't something, you know, that you felt a victim to, for example, like you, if you planned scrolling on your phone after a long day and you want to watch TikTok videos or something, it's so much more enjoyable than if you wandered into it after, you know, in, while you were waiting for something to load on your computer and then it's two hours later and you're mad at yourself for watching TikTok videos and it wasn't on the plan and now your whole day is derailed and yada, 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 and it doesn't feel good, right? Versus something that could have felt good and been planned now doesn't because you kind of said you let it in and all of a sudden you were scrolling TikTok or whatever. So that's the other thing. And then the last piece is don't be a victim to this. So in other words, your to-do list doesn't own you. You own your to-do list. You get to make the rules about what goes on and what goes off. You get to decide what time you go to bed. You get to decide all of these things. So if you feel like oh, my to-do list just takes over me or life just takes over my day, you know, somebody random calls me and I get on this call and then it's two hours later, you, it's not them. It's you are in charge of this. So don't beat yourself up and be like a victim to your to-do list. Be the person saying, I chose to do that and that's fine. And I'm going to adjust my plan as a result. Or I didn't choose to do that. And that's what I'm sticking with today. But when you say time just gets away from me, comments like that, it, it's not true. It's, um, it's going to disempower you and it's going to cause you to not want to use a system and it's going to cause you to doubt yourself around how you manage your time. And it just takes you from a place of, well, what can I do to improve? It, it, it takes you out of that mode and it puts you in, this isn't going to work. Why bother? I don't want to try. I'm going to keep procrastinating, etc. So I hope this was helpful for you. And if you really want to learn more about my Fastway framework, because time management is something I work on with clients a lot. I just spent an hour with a client talking about time management pretty much because it's one thing if when you know what to do, but it's another thing when it comes to actually executing it and putting it on your calendar. And um, so it was so important that I made it part of my four-step process with clients when it comes to helping them book clients. It's a part of my Fast framework, which if you haven't already seen the masterclass for the fast framework, you can comment masterclass or why don't you just put fast class below because then I'll remember which class it was and I could send it to you. Um, but that's just one component of your business, of course. And the other components are what I share in the in the class. Um, so anyways, I hope this was helpful. Have an awesome day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.